Hey guys, how's it going? Matt from Foul Ball Productions here. Thank you so much for joining me today. Hope that you're doing well. I am doing phenomenally. Thank you so very much. This is the Culture Crime Fighters. We are the Culture Crime Fighting Duo. Oh, thank you, YouTube. Gave you a notification that I'm live. Much appreciated, YouTube. Whoa. Thank you. Oh, I dropped the ball as always. Uh, yes, but uh, joining me always is my co-host, my partner in Culture Crime Fighting, Mr. Vigilante Wednesday here on the 38th episode of the Culture Crime Fighters. It, it, every time I say a number, it feels good. It's like, man, 38, we're going to get to 40, 50. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. We're going to go to Iowa. Yeah. Whatever the hell Howard <laughs> said. Go to the White House. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That was a tremendous fall from grace. That, yeah. Yeah, man. It was like kind of the first meme like thing where somebody's meme just destroyed their uh, candidacy. I don't know if that would happen today. I think people would just make fun of it and just go about it. You know, like, oh, okay, whatever. Uh, I wonder. I, I think the news cycle didn't turn over quite as much as it does yeah. now. So that was a story for a while and people got to like, you know, see that clown and even uh, even like what's his name? Um, John Stewart at the time was like making fun of it, you know? Like, yeah. And I think that was the end of his, you know, run to the presidency and it just killed it in yeah. one moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just got a little too worked up. Yeah, it did. And that was it. I don't it's even remember funny. if he was a good or bad candidate, and I remember nothing of his politics. I don't remember. He, I think he was just like an alternative left-leaning guy. Yeah. But I don't yeah. remember. I was too young to really know. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. I, I, shit, I don't care about modern politics, it's let alone the old stuff. Modern no. Politics, it's all crazy. I only care with them when they agree with me. Exactly. There we go. Otherwise, exactly they're wrong. It yeah, that's right. Duh. That's balanced. Oh. Um. Must Tell everybody. I want to what say is going? Hey, hey to Jake D. Sorry to double <laughs> Jake talk. D. Man, Jake D. And he, I don't know if you saw that uh, article he put in the uh, Discord. That was a wild article. No, I think I might have missed it. Uh, oh, man. I can't tell you which country. I want to say Austria. There's a uh, Maybe this will lead into some of the stuff we got to talk about the jab. So there's a brothel in Austria offering free services if you get the jab. Like free runs with women, free sex. That's pretty compelling. I gotta be honest. That's probably the best uh, uh, <laughs> carrot they've they've dangled in front of right? me. Right? Like, ooh, that's pretty good. But it's like at the same time, it's like you don't want to be redeeming that on the last day it's available. You know what I mean? Because the girls are gonna be a little worked, so to speak. <laughs> There's a unless line. that's your thing. There's just a line you know? around the corner. Yeah. Not trying to be guys the with last mustaches. Guy. Like, no, no, I'm a totally different guy. This is a there new. I'm go. a new person. New, new Vax card. Mike Smith, not like Mick Smith. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah, all right, exactly. No, no, no. That's that's my brother. We're identical. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. To stabbing. Yeah, not bad. I was trying to find something there. I was trying to go like sluts for, but then I couldn't think of anything that rhymed with. Hey, get to jab po- and- get the poke. Get to poke. There you go. Yeah, poke for a poke. That's not bad. Still, uh, yeah, well, uh, hi, everybody. How's it going? Culture Crime Fighters. Uh, Sentient Dildo is here. What's up, my dude? Welcome. Welcome. Sherry. Hello, Sherry. Hi, Sherry. Hey, Sherry. Zach's low-spec Linux laptop, Man of War 665, Neighbor of the Beast. Hail. First Super Chatter ever. You never forget your first. What's up, Man of War? Um, And One Rough Girl's here. What's up, One Rough Girl? Hey, Rough Girl. 
What's going yeah, on? Sherry. Going Shout on. out to Sherry's Berries. They're not a sponsor, but Sherry's I saw Sherry. Sherry's Berries. And uh, I guess we're conservative. Don't they just advertise whatever we're conservative? Or is it just Ben Shapiro? I've never actually heard Sherry's Berries outside of Ben Shapiro. Uh, Burr. Burr. Bill Burr. Yes. Yeah, Burr? Uh, he went viral. Yeah, he went viral one time with a video, uh, one of his reads, one of his copies. And he just kept laughing at it. Sherry's Berries. Like he just couldn't. He just kept getting a <laughs> kick out of it. Yeah. So that was pretty popular. Yeah. Um, I do have an update on my Twitter saga. Oh yeah, yeah. You went through a lot of Twitter beef and, mm-hmm. and got you know canceled on Twitter. What's going on now? Well, I did appeal for a second time, and I've heard nothing. And Yeesh. I realize I don't actually care. So even though yeah. that guy is a self righteous pussy, and there is nothing wrong with sexualizing a woman, um, I decided to just delete the tweet because I'm like, oh, ah. I don't care. I just don't care. Yep. I was going to probably do it anyway, but I was like, all right, they're going to drag this out for a long time. Uh, uh, so I'm back. It. I know. But yeah. whatever. It's more important to me to be able to reach Tom and Nina Infinity than it is to stand my ground at this point. I mean, like, what am I going to change Twitter policy? You know? Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to be like, whoa, we see the light. <laughs> we have been suppressing people's speech. Thank you, Foul Ball Productions. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, luckily, I, I got kicked off of Twitter, but I my appeal won because it was so stupid. It uh. was a I, – I don't know if you remember when that um, – was it No Man Must uh, – All Men Must Die? Oh, uh, yes, Vahal Magoris or whatever. Yeah. Um, they got rid of ass for that same reason, and they, they got rid of me for a little bit, but they just – can't keep go. a good vigilante down. So there you go. Yeah, sure. you can try, but you, can but you try, won't. but you won't. Um, but there is an update. So, so Tom from Midnight's Edge, who's the fucking man, he uh, he sent me this, and it it made me smile. It made me happy. Um, so I don't. If anyone, if you don't know, uh, there's Weather Katie out there is a weather girl um, who I guess is part of like the Phantom Menace. Somehow, I think she slipped through the cracks. I think people weren't scrutinizing her enough. I think yeah. they were simping. Uh, a little bit. She's a uh, she's easy on the eyes. She's pretty cute. No, I think yeah. she's damn cute. And like yes, she, she, she does the weather in a Star Trek uniform. Ah, oh, that's that's yeah. cool. Uh, and then she, you know, I guess is mad that anyone would ever look at a girl sexually without like explicit written permission and uh, a note from their parents. <laughs> <laughs> It's like broadcasting um, a MLB game. You need explicit recipe, uh, was explicit written consent and yeah, and all exactly. this other you need shit. a lawyer to co sign it. I think she should just broadcast it at Burka. She won't have a problem then. There you go. You know, got unisex burkas solved. now. I saw that. I they probably that have fashionable burkas. You know, you can kind of like accessorize your burka. They do now because of the the woke Arati who wants to wear you know be you know yeah. Islam. All in the Islam. So, yeah, you can get a fashionable burqa, and you'll be okay. That's my advice to Katie, so that she doesn't have to feel sexualized ever again. Yeah. However. Just follow Shire law. Right. So, uh, she was defending some weather girl who uh, uh, some guy sexualized, and Katie took big issues. The only reason I even know about this. Uh, and Tom, being the amazing person that he is, he sent me, a, I guess, a tweet from the weather girl in question, not Katie. The mm-hmm. one that was uh, that was being sexualized, that was yeah. that was being so horribly mistreated by uh, by this evil evil patriarchy. Yeah, uh, it was like officially just... uh, thicker than a snicker. I think is the official. Thicker scientific than a, I do believe that is the qual- the qualification. It's like you know genus, uh, you know Homo species erectus. Yeah. Thicker than a snicker is the final 
That's exactly what it says in right. science. In, in the biology books. Um, <laughs> whatever the good they are, you know. Yeah. Leave Anyways, the science. Yeah, leave the science. So uh, Tom shared this with me, and this is from the girl from the video. It says, I'm ah. Kayla Smith. I don't have a TikTok, but apparently I've gone viral there. Laughy emoji. Well, hello to my new followers. Hope you enjoy hearing about the weather in West Virginia. So, she sounds so First, Katie. First. She didn't she sounds, care. Yeah. I was just about to say she sounds so oppressed and offended and, and, and like she just can't get over life anymore. Now that ha, 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 people ha, find her ha, attractive. Ha, 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 Katie. Take it, fucker. Exactly. You were standing up for no one. No one needed you to step in. Kayla was fine with it. Yeah, and she's probably going to make more money because of it. Because she's now famous. It could probably work at a better a better uh, station than someone. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out women like attention. Who knew this? Yeah. This was pretty vindicating. I was happy this existed. I was like, yeah. okay, that's, I mean, duh. That should put a pin in it, right? Like, okay, she was cool with it. We should be done. Yeah. Let, I wonder. Maybe she's I wonder whether Katie's aware of this. Yeah, I don't know if she is. It's, it's her internalized misogyny. That's why she's uh, she's cool with it. <laughs> exactly. I yeah. I hope that uh, I hope that Katie gets to see this because it really makes me laugh. <laughs> yeah. All this yeah. shit she made this old video. Oh, you all you men, how dare you have penises? It's not what she said. I'm I'm, ex I'm uh, paraphrasing. Well, but the yeah, whole thing was she said uh, she's like you know now she has to worry about people sexualizing her. Well, she doesn't seem she doesn't seem very worried to me, Katie. No. She seems good. Yeah. She seems good. <laughs> yeah, so that happened. Thank you, Tom. Thank you, Tom from Midnight's Edge for sharing yeah. that with me. Much appreciated. Much appreciated. I, I I chalk that up a W for Foulball Productions, quite frankly. I, I do, too. Rough Girl's right. She did appropriate someone else's sexuality. Boom. Boom. That's, that's a, yeah. Don't appropriate, you bigot. Don't appropriate someone else's sexuality. It's her sexuality. Do with it what she wants. <laughs> Oh God! People just—it's like, it's like what's that meme? Uh, for the power of white girl, I'm offended on your behalf. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's what that is. A hundred percent what that is. Particularly that demographic, they love being uh, offended for everyone else. Just outraged for literally no reason. No one needed you. No one asked for this. You just—you're you, standing up for no for no one's rights. No one asked you to do this. Yeah. No one needed it. You're not saving anyone. You're just sounding off like a. Like a baby. You sound like a stupid baby. Yeah. <laughs> now they're going to look at her and think sexual things. And I can't handle that. I can't believe guys look at women sexually. It's so wrong. Yeah. I should be able to put myself on the internet and then control how everyone talks about me. <laughs> That's reasonable. That's reasonable. Of course it is. Yeah. So that happened. So that is the Katie story. Thank you, Katie, for all your content. I really yeah, appreciate thank it. Thank you. Really appreciate it. The whole so, ordeal. Yeah. So what's been going on with you, Vidge? What's new? That's new. What is new? Uh, nothing, man. Just just trying to cover all the craziness of the world. I guess. Uh, I was just talking about that. I've, I've talked. Uh, the Travis Scott thing was huge over the weekend. I was pretty sad. Yeah. So that happened crazy. here in Texas, in Houston. Yep. Now I'm not entirely sure what happened. I know that. I guess a lot of people got trampled to death. Yeah. Um, right. I, I thought when I first heard, I assumed it was a shooting. I mean, it's a hip hop no. concert. <laughs> I just figured someone racism and bigotry on display. Listen, as usual. just observing Rice patterns. Privacy. 
That's all. It's just, there's precedent for this. I, I didn't say, well, you know, they're black. It's like, no, hip-hop shootings happen all the time. White supremacy. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. No, That's white supremacy. What, what happened was, and it's, you know what's real funny is uh, one element keeps getting left out of the report. But uh, basically, in general, they didn't have a control over the crowd. Like, earlier in the day, there were people rushing the, the um, entrance, and they, they did not have enough staff to control it. So what do you? Uh, what, why are people rushing the entrance? Like, what's going on? I don't, just to get in for free, I guess. Okay. I don't know. But there were people just running in, and the fucking uh, uh, security couldn't stop them. But that's not the incident that caused the issue. It was actually when the concert uh, started. And actually, it's a festival, so there may have been concerts before then. But when the main show for Friday, Travis Scott's on stage, he brings out Drake. And then people start to rush the stage. And in that process of rushing the stage, that's when all hell breaks loose. And that's when people start falling and getting trampled. And then the, the weird thing that I don't understand, and this is, you know, a lot of people are, are, are you think I'm a conspiracy theorist, man. It's become uh-huh. normalized, the supernatural elements that people are seeing. But one thing that was widely reported is people were having issues with breathing. I'm not sure if it's because of space or whatever, but people were passing out. Oh, well, they probably having, had COVID. It could have been. <laughs> but no, I think it was a, the combination of there's 50,000 people in an enclosed space, and he keeps shooting off fire, which is burning out all the little oxygen that's in that area. So people in the VIP section, people close to the stage have, are having trouble breathing, passing out, yelling at him to stop the show. Uh, he either can't see them or is not doing him anything. There's a couple was shots it, where... Sorry, was it indoors or was it outside? Outdoors. This is all outdoors. I mean, how much smoke could there be? I, I don't know, but a lot of people there was there were issues with cardiac uh, arrest. Oh yeah, but I, a conspiracy nut. Well, I don't know if you pay attention to the past twenty months. I'm not. But I haven't been wrong by much. Ah. I don't know if you've been uh, watching it. Yeah, but I yeah. mean, Sanjay Dilla, you're completely blackpilled on every single politician. I don't. You guys are not that far apart on how you. <laughs> I don't think we are. I don't think we are. Uh, but yeah, I, whatever happened between the trampoline, people passing out, not being able to breathe, people ha- going into cardiac arrest. They reported eight people died, but it seems like there were more, at least from any any report of people you can find there. They, they found, you know, uh, bro, there's a damn, a lot of people think that, that there was something demonic about that show. There were I confess, who- I confess to like draw those conclusions pretty quickly too, especially considering Travis Scott is one of those guys who's like in the inner circle, right? He's like with the Kardashians, mm-hmm. so it's like it's I don't know, maybe it's just a childish way to look at the world, but it just you just like eh, it's just, it's, uh, it's just it's always it always seems to have these weird coincidences. I'm like I'm always supposed to ignore them. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I don't know. Listen. I'm not. I'm not a. Uh, <laughs> I'm not reading that out loud, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, Listen, I'm not in, in in any groves or any eyes wide shut parties. I don't know how this shit works, but like something freaky happened. Rather, it it something freaky happened, man. Something really freaky. Something really tragic happened because people did lose their lives. I mean, look, and, I think there's something to some of the conspiracy theory. I don't, I don't, I mean, the Bohemian Grove is a real thing. It's not like made up. You know what I mean? MK Ultra yeah. actually did happen. The, the experiments are real. I did go to a very powerful Hollywood's ha- uh, like uh, agent's house, and he had pictures of him at the White House at the CIA. It's not, we're not nuts here. It's not, it's not insane. It's just to what extent does it actually yes. go? That's the question. Yeah. And sometimes we do, I, Lord knows I see ghosts all the time. So I'm mm-hmm. not right all the time. I'm just not. 
So I, I you can make fun, and that's that's what such a dildo does. He's right, but like the I we, we can't be wrong all the time either. And I don't know what the hell happened with Travis Scott. Like I said, wasn't that the eyes wide shut party where shit was decided? I don't know. I have my own theories. Yeah, but it, whatever happened, it was a tragedy. And the the what we can say, what is actually practical to say, is uh, they had that staff. They were not staffed enough. They had five hundred people. For fifty thousand people, that was never gonna. And yeah, I, I, you know what? I don't know if I could play the clip. We just found out there's new settings for me as a uh, member oh. or whatever. But there, yeah, there was yeah. a clip that I played on I my wanna. show. Do we we don't, we to? don't have to. Yeah. We Why? What, what's the value in it? I just, I don't know if I want to go. How far I want to go down this road? Uh, it was, it was a guy who was at the concert saying it was demonic. That's, that's what he said. So that's up to you. There was a lot yeah, of people who said that. Yeah, I don't want to go too far down this road. I like yeah. I'm fine like speculating and talking about it for a second, but like I don't really want to. What, what, what? Let's say it is. What then? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do we do? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? mean? Like, let's just have a little fun. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. You're right. You're right. I, I don't know. Listen, hey, I might talk about it a little bit more tomorrow. I, I kind of do want to bring up that that kind of um. I, you know, honestly, yeah, I'll talk about it. I'm mixed. I'm mixed. Part of me wants to bring up that angle of like, oh, you know, more of the supernatural elements. But then part of me says, yo, people die. I don't know if that's right. You know what I mean? I don't want to be exploitive of a bunch of people's deaths. I don't know. I mean, you know, they reported at eight, but anyone who was there seems to see, say more people pass. Then again, I know a lot of people went to the hospital, so maybe they were just seeing people pass out who were eventually revived. Uh, So is this... Sorry, is this the kind of thing that happens at concerts a lot where people just rush the stage like wildly? Like you'd think that there would be plans for this if this is like there'd be a way to control them. Like you just what you just hope everyone's on their good behavior all the time. Yeah, that's that's the thing I've been wondering. I'm like, man, there's been like thousands and thousands of concerts over the history of life. Massive concerts where people, you know, were extreme. What happened in this one? Um to make it so you know deadly to so many people what mm-hmm. was the case like was it the way it was set up what happened that stuff i don't know i don't either I, that that's the yeah that's the thing i don't know and i don't know why they didn't have they had so little staff to secure the place so little staff as far as uh like the medical staff they were just completely understaffed and that was a, as much of an issue as as anything but I don't know. But, yeah, I don't know. I, don't I know. guess we'll see how well, like what comes out with this story. I, I, yeah, I don't know. It's pretty wild, Ben. But it's like, yeah, I, I like fifty thousand people. You have to have a way to control them. And like, I don't know. Like the powers that be have gotten pretty good at crowd control. Like, you know, if you want to shut down a riot, you they can quick. Yeah. You know, they get the horses out. They get the little tanks with the tear gas and all that stuff. I mean, you, you know, you can shut it down. So. Yeah. They've got all these like constructive way, like our, our uh, you know, whatever articulate good ways of of controlling crowds. Why would a concert with fifty thousand people not have anything like that in place? It seems weird. It does seem weird, and 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 again, I it's as lame as I am. I haven't really been to as many concerts recently, especially like mm-hmm. big festival stuff. I don't know if I've really ever been to a I big festival have. like that. So I mean. It, I don't know, like, how do all these other festivals get off scot free? Maybe they don't. If you've been watching, free. I see what I you didn't, did there. I didn't even Vigilante. Ah, oh, you Wasn't are a comic genius. That. Wasn't thinking about that. Uh, but no, watch twenty four seven Fusion Media. He's actually been doing a lot of coverage. Okay. Of it, so please check out his channel. He had a video 
of a guy who got injured at a 2017 uh, version of this. I guess it was in New York. And it's not quite the same thing. It looks like uh, whatever it was, the crowd got intense and it kind of pushed him over a balcony and he's been having injuries. He, had, he was paralyzed for a while. Yeah. It's got check out uh 24 Fusion Media has a video about that. Um huh. And it's a guy in 2017 who had a injury at the at, at one of those shows. So wow. I maybe Jesus, maybe this is scary. one of those things. And sorry for talking too much, man. Uh maybe this is one of those things that does happen, but just not in this great of number, and we don't really notice it because it's not that great of number, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, because like I mean, it could just speak to the quality of person in Houston. Maybe they're all just scum. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> um, we love you, but, Houston. Uh, we love you, Houston. Um, but, uh, but no, I mean, like, Drake has performed. He's done, you know, what's that one in the desert with all the uh, all the girls with this? Is it, like, is it Burning Man? Yeah. Well, there's that, but there's the other one. Um, oh, shit. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, in California, in like Palm Springs, it's like uh, um, it's got like a cool sounding name. Is it Coachella? Yeah, that's the one, Coachella. Yeah. So he's played Coachella before, and Kanye's played Coachella before, and you know, there's that many people there, and they're not just rushing the stage every time he appears. I, I don't. Yeah, it's, it's just weird. Yeah. Hey, you also got to remember, you know, this is the first live crowd. You know, live crowds are coming back, especially in big numbers for a lot of people. So there is this pent-up energy. It's like, I haven't been able to do this in a year and a half, two years, and now I'm freaking out. So there's that that element as well. That's a good point. That's a good point. So I don't know if that was the the tipping point. It's like there's so many people with so much energy and so much, like, whatever pent-up stuff that this was just their their point, and it just exploded. Hmm. Well, Houston, obviously, is in Texas, and Texas has been a little bit more open than uh... – most states so or a lot of states anyway so i i don't know how much that applies but it does i get that but how many people have been touring though like even there yeah you can be open good point. but you can't go see a megastar because they're not on tour at all so that's the thing that's my mm. thought and you know like i i'm not a drake fan or a travis scott fan but there are lots of people who like are massive massive fans so seeing I'll them live drake. he's made songs i like but i'm just not a big He's just not my guy. He's not my guy, but his albums are better than I expected. Like when I listened to the actual album, just like all the tracks in a row, mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, this is actually really good." Like, you know, it's so it's so surface now. It's like everything Jay Z and Kanye put out all the singles. I'm like, this is these are the most empty songs I've ever heard. Like, mm-hmm. they're well produced and they sound cool. Like if you're if you're somewhere and they're on, it's fine. But if you just sit and like listen to it, it's just like Lamborghini Mercy. She says she's so thirsty. It's that was like, my song. I love that song. Really? I love that song. And I don't usually like Empty Kanye, but that would just, that should just. That's what I mean. Like it's nice co- it sounds cool. Yeah. But I guess, I don't know. I'm always like a hip hop lyric guy. Yeah, I am too. But if something sounds cool enough, I'll rock with it. Yeah, that's What's what about? I mean. That's what yeah. about, I'm just saying like, 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 it's cool to like party with that song. Yeah. I don't know that it's cool to just like listen to it at home. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know. Like, I just, I probably wouldn't. Yeah. Now Bro, Drake can't touch Kanye. Oh, oh. I'm not interested in either one, really. But, you know. I like it's... old Kanye a lot. I, I was yeah, if you, College Dropout's good. Yeah, the first three albums to me are still the best. I know a lot of people. When it got to my beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy, it was just like, I like you and all, but I'm not obsessed with you like you are. So, like, this is good music. 
I just don't care about your story as much. So if this is like all it is is, you know, me. I don't know. That's what that's, that's what those modern hip hop stars are. I mean, even Jay, I used to love Jay Z, and then you get it's just like it's just all about you all the time. It's so get boring. It, you're rich. Cool. You're I'm, such a good hustler. Oh, great. Got it. Anything else? Nothing. Like, all right. Especially Bye. Jay, it's like, dude, you're forty years old talking about something that happened in the eighties and you dealing drugs. You haven't been a drug dealer in like twenty years. Like, give it a rest, he, man. Does he does he still talk about moving weight? I'm I'm talking about even the later stuff, like later two thousands when he was. I don't know what he's like. Ninety nine problems, like where he's talking about he's got the keys in the trunk or whatever. You know, well that was see more how smart you are when the canine comes. He, that was cool because that was talk him talking about a specific story of when he was younger. But oh, okay. then it was a uh, the album American Hustler came out like two thousand seven, two thousand eight, and it's like, dude, you have not been a drug dealer for twenty years. This and there's is cool there's, and there's like a dispute whether he even was. Yeah, which is always a thing. Yeah. Because it's like, like oh, was he? There's also a dispute, too, with even Biggie. I hate to say this about Biggie, but it's just like me and my buddy were breaking it down. And, like, the things that were, like, it would contrast. Like, he would do, like, skits that would contrast his lyrics that would contrast the actual story. And you're like, are you making all this up? Like, is this any of this real? Uh, I don't know how much was real. I Listen, I know with Biggie, he, his mom was a, a school teacher. And then he's just, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Hell, it, I, I hate to do it with such a diddle. There's rumors that a lot of that shit is MK Ultra too. Like a lot of that shit's just fake. A lot of rappers what are is? completely. Like some of these rappers are complete plants and their whole stories are just made up. And then they just, and a lot of them are quote unquote mind controlled to just do I, whatever they want. I don't know if well, that element is true, but I definitely think the makeup stuff is, is true. I mean, I think playing the part is 100% encouraged. I mean, that's why, like, the old old school hip-hop guys always talk about the fake gangsters and stuff like that. Like, yeah. it's like, that's 100% encouraged. I mean, 50 Cent, like, I, I was in high school and early college when 50 Cent and G-Unit was huge. Mm-hmm. And all they ever talk about is like smoking weed and all this type of stuff. Like, they got videos of them cracking a blunt, like, over the edge of a building. Mm-hmm. And, like, 50 Cent says he's never smoked weed. I love that. You told me that. Like, of course he didn't. Like, it, he admits it freely. It's not even like it's not a. They didn't discover this. He's just like, no, I don't smoke. It's like, wh- why would you sing about it then? You literally have a song called "I Get High All the Time," buddy. All the yeah. But you know what though? You should have known Fifty Cent because he's got one of those bodies that's like you can't just eat a bunch of shit and just drink, you know, vitamin water, just smoke weed, and eat chips, and it sure. looked like Fifty Cent. You know what I mean? Especially, he was like diced as fuck when he came out. Probably Low spec Linux didn't smoke, didn't drink. Sorry, low spec Linux laptop says it's all, uh, it's all fake to encourage you to sell drugs and go to jail. I don't really think he's that far off, bro. I heard this is something. This is a maybe a conspiracy theory, but I'm not the only one. Uh, apparently, uh, was it Busy Bone from uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony heard about this meeting as well? There's this rumored meeting, early '90s, of a group of people who are invested in private prisons. Or going to uh, music execs, telling them to push more uh, gangster rap, particularly wow. gangster rap, not just regular rap, not like Tribe Called Quest. That shit ain't gonna cut it. Push the gangster rap so they can encourage people to get into these prisons. Damn, therefore get that's, that's a conspiracy theory. bro. I heard about this back in the mid two thousands, so this is not just something. This rumor's been around for a while, and there's a, wow, a busy bone dark. video about it. 
That is dark. Talking about it. If you don't believe and that's like it, a hip hop. Yeah. It's like a real rapper. Yes. Yes. So check it out. It's not just me who's heard about this rumored meeting. Damn. Supposedly happened in 91. Real shit. <laughs> I gotta be honest though, you're not making a strong argument against you being a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> I, hey, I never said I wasn't. Consp- listen, just saying. Uh, uh, just because a cons- I have a conspiracy theory doesn't make it wrong. A conspiracy theory. The just because uh, just because you're paranoid doesn't mean they're not out to get you, right? It's, there you go. There I it get is. it. I, now I get it. Yeah. Now I get it. Um, I don't know if you. Ow. Fuck. Oh, my God. My calf just cramped up so bad. Ow, that Uh-oh. really hurt. <laughs> um, ouch. Um, I don't know if you I don't know how much you've heard, but uh, pretty much everyone is looking at this Colin Kaepernick Netflix show like what? I heard is- and I, I heard about the, the meme of um, what was it that the NFL combine or the draft is just like slavery or just mm-hmm. like uh, which is just so absurd i was like okay like this is just master trolling at this point like you can't take that seriously you can't take a statement like that seriously not i mean that. well first of all you can't take a statement like that seriously because unlike slavery this is a choice and you get compensated immensely so yes. absolutely in no way can you compare it to slavery at <laughs> no. all <laughs> no the exact opposite you don't get whipped or murdered if you don't do your job. <laughs> no, not I mean, listen, close. you get cut. Yeah, that's it. Football's you not lose easy the privilege. For fuck's sake. No, I agree. And look, the NFL's got lots of things to answer for. Um, like mainly like this covering up the CTE stuff, I think is a hundred percent legit. Um, you know what I mean? Like there's definitely lots yeah. of things and it's a pretty brutal league. I mean, unlike professional baseball or whatever, there's no guaranteed contract. So you get injured, you lose your money. You know, yeah. it's like uh it's like it's like working at a factory like under the Andrew Carnegie days. You know, <laughs> yeah. you you lose your hand in your factory. It's like I guess your family's gonna starve. I don't know. Beat it. Beat it, Gimpy. <laughs> But now, <laughs> you know, but uh, yeah. I, I I still think, I mean, one contract is enough to set you up for your entire life. I mean, most people yeah. are never going to make $10 million in their lives. Yeah. And so one, one season, then you're good forever. I mean, yeah, you can't be driving Ferraris the whole time. You can't have six houses, but you can live off that forever. Yeah. Make some, a few sound investments, you could even live well. I was like, I'm sorry, I'm, I, I'm not really, I'm not really on board with your victim narrative here. A millionaire yeah. athlete who gets all the pussy he wants and all the access he wants, and is like a <laughs> god among men. I'm sorry, I don't really see you as a victim in this society, black or not. Two real issues with Colin Kaepernick, outside of the obvious. So, like, Nike has paid him way more money than he would have made, given what his skill set was when he left. Right? He was. He was a backup. He was fading into backup land. He was no longer a starter. He had his year. Oh, 100%. Uh, and he was no longer going to be a starter. And in fact, that to me is what, he, if you remember, he didn't have the fro back when he was playing. He was straight laced and all this other shit. Didn't he have like a, like a well, he, cornrows? Well, yeah, he did when he was playing, but I'm talking about when he was good. When he was good, mm-hmm. he had like a shorter haircut. You almost couldn't tell that he was uh, black at all, honestly. He didn't. Really, he looked more like Arabic. He looked like yeah, really, he did. Middle Eastern, yeah. He really did. He really did. Um, and yeah, so he he wasn't he wasn't a great player. But like my thing is this: if this league is so racist, why are you so upset that you're not a, a, able to be a part of it? 
if you hated someone. It's like slavery. So why would you want to be a part of the Colin Kaepernick? Well, he's he's become awakened to ah. to just how oppressive it was. See, at the time when he was getting all the acclaim and the money, he didn't realize. Now ah. he realizes. There you go. And he made like I I, I was listening to uh, uh, the boys cast talk about this, and he made something like fifty million in his career or some shit like that. And it's wow. like, so listen, man, is this country perfect? No. But in this country, you, the most oppressed minority in the whole world, uh, was somehow able to sur- sur- like surpass all these hurdles and get an, in- an insane amount of money <laughs> for-, for throwing a ball around. And I, I personally can't look at that as a-, as a system that disadvantages black people. I- I- I no. I- I- sorry. No. It again, it- NFL's not perfect. Like you- we were talking about the CTE and some of this other stuff. Um because there's a lot of stuff the NFL's done that's fucked up. Achilles yeah. Child says, why would you cover up stuff about the CTE? NFL, the stuff with CTE and the doctors not telling the players how fucked up they were, that's pretty fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's some, if you want to do a class action, I think there has been stuff like that. That's one thing. But to compare the entire process to slavery, again, NFL is not easy. It's a laughable slavery? comparison. Grow nah, up. Man. Shut up. It's slavery. Everything's slavery. Whenever you want to make a point, you just want to, no one can argue with you. Oh, it's just like slavery. And then it's like, people back off. They're afraid to even engage. It's like, all right, I'm not. That is dumb. Man, you know what's actually more akin to slavery? The modern fucking wage slave. Because, like, you'll never be able to afford a home because they're now, like, $500,000 for a decent home. So if you're making, like, 10 or 15 an hour, you're more akin to a slave given what you're you're actually getting. If you're like you know, working at a McDonald's or working at a Zaxby's waiting for my fat ass to get through the line and order some uh chicken strips, like then you're just like you have to work so many hours, you only get paid so much money, and then the cost of living keeps going up and up. Uh the that's the the people on the bottom of uh the economic rung have a much more of a case some guy in the NFL. I agree. Uh, I mean, a fact that uh, at will employment, you know, the fact that your employer can fire you at any time for any reason. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, you you generally when you're making that much money, you're living paycheck to paycheck. So you can't really afford to lose your job. So you do get stuck in those kind of ruts and stuff like that. And it, it is it is very tough. I've, I've been in that situation. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty much currently in that situation. And it's it's just, you know, you can't really you don't have a lot of power uh, to to move, and you you are you're chained to this like meager wage, and there's not a lot of options. You know, I think I think that's why you see the rise of a lot of like gaming streamers and OnlyFans mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Because at us. least you don't have to work at us, <laughs> these fucking jokers on this these ridiculous fools, uh, yeah. <laughs> trying to make points. No one want, no one cares about. Um, <laughs> uh, you people yeah, care. Yeah. Ah, they care. They care. Uh, it'd be more like serfdom, not slavery. No, I agree. I'm just saying it's a similar, it's a, it's a more yeah. apt comparison than being paid millions of dollars for four or five years to throw a ball around, you know, yeah. while you're treated like a god. It's I'm sorry, I don't really see it that way. Yeah, and serfdom in general is is, is only a hair out from slavery. You know what I mean? Because you know, yeah, it's not the same thing as far as being. Uh, well, I guess no serfs sometimes were on the land, so I can't even say that. But it is, yeah. What do I mean, you people? I mean, you people. That's what I mean, you people. Since <laughs> your dildos, all your bigotry, bigots. Yeah, yeah. I, 
So I, that's actually all I heard. We, we, we kind of ranted about that. I didn't hear anything else about this outside of that crazy statement. Is there anything else to this thing? Well, it's just being pretty much poorly received, even by the access media. Like you see, like mm. this is like this is as harsh of a criticism as they're going to level at it. But it says it's provocative but messy. You know, huh. they're like, you know, they, they still can't shit on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. They still can't be like, oh, you know, he's a retard. and Because it, it's like, what are you, racist? No, no, I'm definitely not racist. Please don't fire me. Uh, you know, um, I, I don't know how much I want to read. I mean, this is Variety. Yeah. It's a pretty rough uh, uh, media outlet. But uh, yeah. former NFL cornerback turned professional lightning rod. Ew. Ew, I hate that <laughs> phrasing. Professional lightning rod? I is. wish he was. So he'd shut up. <laughs> Like an actual <laughs> lightning rod, an actual go play in a storm with a with a with a, with a Louisville in your hand, please. Oh no! <laughs> Just kidding. It's a joke. Uh, has a white story. supremacy. Ah, you're right. It is. It always is. Has a, is a st- white supremacy strikes again. Ah, rats! Well, we got to keep fighting. Um, has a story uniquely well suited. Oh, to, uh, to being a. Adapted for a deep-pocketed prestige streamer like Netflix. Rather than fade into obscurity in the five years since he was last invited to join an NFL franchise, Kaepernick has become an even more potent and still unlikely symbol of America's roots-deep racial injustice. (sighs) I'm already exhausted. Yeah, and Uh, they've already kind of lied. It hasn't been five years. It's been five years since he played, but there was that workout a couple years ago that he didn't didn't really want to do. He organized the workout and then at the last minute said he wanted to work out some other place and then it just got canceled because he really didn't want to work out because Nike reportedly, and this is alleged, gave him a $60 million contract just to be a, an activist. So he was literally he literally made more money off of Nike potentially than he did even in his career. That's the rumor. I wasn't there. I didn't sign a contract. I well, I mean, that. like you said, like promoting the idea that racism is real everywhere and uh, you know you're a powerless victim to it is very profitable mm-hmm. it's a very yeah. profitable enterprise i mean you know you buy large hustlers. mansions buy large mansions absolutely you know it's like people like that's a, that's their whole living is stirring people up in a frenzy yeah 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 uh, yeah well, for real, that's what i was talking about he threw his own combine uh, there was some press there, but what he did is the day of the show, he, or not the oh. show, but the combine. He sorry, got, I don't know if he. Yeah, go, oh, ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, you, you continue oh. your point. Sorry. So basically, yeah, there was a the day of the combine where he had people staff. He moved the location like at the moment it was supposed to start, and then people said, "You know what? I'm done with this shit." He's just fucking around and left. Uh, a lot of the execs there, but I don't think he wanted to to get measured because I think. He had already diminished as an athlete, which was yeah. his biggest threat. There was a reason Somebody, he was riding the bench. It wasn't a mistake. No. It wasn't racial Somebody's, and big, bigotry. You, you got figured out. You're a scramble quarterback. You were never that good. And now you're, now you're, now you're going to you know, take a paycheck to sit in the bench. That's it. Yeah. And he wasn't even like the, the lightning fast type scrambler either. He was, you he was know, too big. Yeah, he was too big, too long. But those guys, they don't, they don't last. They don't. They, they don't. just don't last in the NFL. Like, what's that guy who everyone thought was like the second coming? He's in uh, New England now, but he was with the Panthers oh, for Cam a while. Newton. Cam Newton. He was cool for a few years, but eventually the body just breaks down. You can't barely. Play that. No, not not against those guys, man. Those guys are killers. You too see big, the way they hit people big, in the fast. open field. I mean, yeah. they, dude, those guys will hurt you. Yeah, no you can't way. Eat those tackles like no. That. 
and especially not on the run. Like there's ways in the pocket to kind of absorb the hits and take different ways. You know what I mean? Like, but you you're you're sprinting and someone tackles you full on like that. You know that's your your soft tissue can only take so much abuse. And if that's all you got, if that's your only trick is to scramble, you, it's not gonna last. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. talking about that. Like I have any business commenting on the athleticism of these fucking gods uh, You're not, <laughs> i'd be cut in half in the field like oh that. yeah I'd be yeah <laughs> but no like historically you're right scrambling quarterbacks especially one-dimensional scramblers that couldn't throw mm-hmm. and to me kaepernick couldn't throw. even cam newton was a better thrower than kaepernick mm-hmm. he, like he was a better pat and more accurate somebody just said uh Colin Kaepernick was under 60% completion percentage. That's just not that's pretty bad. That's not NFL. That's not NFL quality. They're not good enough to be a starter in the NFL if you're, you're throwing like that. That's no, just not. That's why he's set. Yeah. Didn't he? And he lost the Super Bowl too, right? Yeah, he did. The one year he was good, he lost to, was it the Ravens? Yeah. Yeah, that was the, was that the power outage year? I think it was. And like I think uh, San Francisco had the upper hand for a while, and then there was yeah. a power outage, and then yeah. like all of a sudden the Ravens started coming back. Little suspicious. Yeah, Central Dildo, that was a molek. I don't know if he's mind control. Th- listen, uh, the idea that Colin Kaepernick is an MK Ultra victim potentially possible. I'm not. I wasn't there at the eyes wide shut parties. I don't know, but trust me, there are people on this earth that believe that that what you said as a joke is actually true. I'm not bullshitting. Yeah, but there's lots of people who believe lots of things. Whatever. Who cares? Yeah. Okay. Um, I wanted to point out, though, the fact this, uh, as developed by Kaepernick, the co creator is Ava DuVernay, Vernay, or whatever her uh, name is. Ava, Ava, everyone fucks up her name. Ava DuVernay. DuVernay. I think how you say it. Yeah. Yeah. What is she? That what makes is she? Sense. Scandal? Or is that? No, that's Shonda Rhimes. That's Shonda Rhimes. No, she was the, um, I think she was. Was she the the oh, what the hell? She she did like she did Selma. That's what it is. But yeah. she also then got real woke, like real woke, real fast. And I told you we talked about her. I met her, and she seemed really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did tell her. Yeah, yeah. She seemed really cool by what you she, said. She did like, a I'm wrinkle woke, in time. She did. A, sorry, she she did a wrinkle in time. Ah, uh, yeah, that was that the successful? one that's not for you. Oh, that's what the yeah, yeah. I remember the, some of the promotion of that. I don't think that that was good though, or successful, or no. Or matter. It has a four point two on IMDb, a forty two percent Rotten Tomatoes, and it says it made one hundred and thirty three million at the box office. That's all just awful. Yeah. Uh oh. Why is she still getting jobs then? Oh, interesting. Especially well, isn't it? You can't fire her, or that's racist. Oh, I thought I thought America was racist though. So that's, that makes it awkward for her existence to actually disprove that racism. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of nice to see that even, like, the mainstream media is not buying this one. Like, there does seem to be a turn a little bit. Like, you have um, – what's it like? Even the Eternals right now is just getting kind of crushed. Yeah. Like – Did you see the Eternals, by the way? No. What? No, of course not. So I'm going to watch Mahler's jokes about it. That's about as much as I'm going to spend time on that movie. <laughs> Some people were saying I should see it in review. I was like, I don't want to talk about this. Who cares? I don't, ca- I don't care. Like, first of all, I'm not going to do a better job than Critical Drinker or Mahler. So there's yeah. no reason for me to weigh in. I mean, there might be a point or two that they didn't raise that I can raise, but do I even really care? I, I'm not even that big of a Marvel guy. Like, I mm-hmm. enjoy the movies, but I'm more in it because I don't like them destroying everything with their, you know, 
fucking commie propaganda. So I, I get a little more invested in that regard. But I mean, well, it's not even like they're destroying characters. I mean, who cares about the Eternals? Fucking no one. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm wondering if this is going to be like have lasting ripples on the, the MCU fans because I think the MCU fans are starting to fade in general. I think people are over it. They're just tired of it. Yeah. Like how many fucking comic book movies can you say? After Endgame, man, the, the story's told. It's over. We're done. Yeah, we're done. And we're... It's it's it honestly is a bit exhausting. Like you know, you don't really need to go through these types of movies. Like they these things have a a window in time where they're engaging. Yeah, we've talked about it with action movies. Like if you made a modern action movie, it would just feel probably feel stale. You'd probably be like, yeah, no, we're not really into this anymore. But like at the time in the eighties and nineties, it's all we watched and we loved it. Yeah. Honestly, I think we've gone long enough in that case where it, it probably would be beloved because we haven't had it. Well, we had John Wick outside of that. Yeah. But yeah, that's, I think in general. That's the style of thing they have now. It's what's the other one? Mr. Nobody or whatever. Mr. Yeah. Yeah. Th- that's how they do it. These sort of like, you know, intensely choreographed, like atomic blonde. Like that's the yeah. new way of doing action movies. But the, you know, big explosions and a guy with a flamethrower, you know, taking out terrorists. That's yeah. 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 See what you're saying. That style, the style is over, and yeah, that, the same thing. Marvel is, yeah. I, th- I think Marvel. It, I thought they were fading in quality even before Endgame, and Endgame was just the pin in it. That was it. I didn't really like Endgame, especially compared to uh, no. Infinity War. I, was I thought really that was such a a major drop off in quality. But uh, you know, those are the last two movies of the the series, essentially of the the actual MCU story that was supposed to be told. Uh, I thought Infinity War was brilliant. I thought Endgame was kind of a flop. But yeah, I mean, Endgame it was successful, but well, it also had. I mean, it's very successful. Yeah, but, it, but Endgame definitely had. I think a, a Force Awakens type uh, reaction, where everyone went and loved it, and then mm-hmm. the more they thought about it, they're like, "Wait, actually, that kind of sucked." That was sort of stupid. What was that about? Yeah. Why did that happen? You know what I mean? Like the more they ruminated on it, they're like, "Actually, that wasn't very good." Um, yeah. I, yeah, I had so many issues with Endgame. I was just, I mean, my, I didn't really even think about things like the whole what the time travel fucks up, which I was like, I totally think those arguments are valid, but I didn't even think about that. What I thought about was it was like, it really took forever to get into the story. Yeah, like, and there was so much get extra going. stuff. Yeah. It's, it's just, I, I just thought Endgame was kind of a, like, all right, we're wrapping this thing up and let's just get this shit over with. That's how I felt watching it. I know. I mean, it didn't feel like the actors felt that way, but it felt like the production felt that way, even though I'm watching it. Like, I felt like this is just the obligatory end of this. Well, they, they, Thanos' motivations were just, they're like, now he's just evil now. It's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another thing. They kind of undid a lot of the, the character building they had just did with Thanos. Uh huh. Because it wasn't the same Thanos. They had killed him. And yeah, then they go back and, and get the other I one. I didn't like that. I did, none of that worked for me. And then, like, they send the people who are, like, involved, like, in that, you know, to, like, his time. And then, like, he picks up on, like, what's-her-face's Wi-Fi. And then they figure it out. It's just, like, uh... oh, And everyone's a copy of, I don't know. I just, it just didn't feel nearly as engaging. Because it, it wasn't. Yeah. And and again, I think just in general, the superhero movie as a, as an institution, we got to stop doing it. I don't think anybody wants to go in a theater, 
and watch a bunch of CGI and colorful costumes, hear a bunch of corny jokes, and spend two hours like doing nothing. Like I don't, I don't think anybody wants to do this. And uh, Mike Frank apparently is a uh, increasing the birth uh, rate in Thailand. In Thailand. Um, are you sure they were all women? Because I've heard things about Thailand. Mike Frank. Wait, what? Sorry, I'm, I'm. I was just looking up an article. What did he say? Wait, his comment distracted me. Oh wait, let me test the. Uh... I did. 10? Let me click. Women. There you go. Uh, yeah, he's what? in th- Are you Thailand serious? Yeah, ten women pregnant. He's in the Air Force. You're a crazy person. What are you doing getting ten women pregnant? Pull out, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. Ten prostitutes? He says they were all women. I mean, oh, I'm boy. sure I, I believe they were all women, dude, but you think they might have something invested in you getting them pregnant, you know, you know what I mean? Like some <laughs> kind of leverage over you now for the rest of your life. Yeah. Ten of them. Who have like you know boyfriends who have machetes and shit? <laughs> you know, I mean? are you still? Yeah, are you still in Thailand? Because that, that uh, nah. yeah, I'd stay on Good the luck. base as often as possible. Good luck, bro. Good luck. Um, I'm trying to find an article because uh, someone I was at work last night and someone told me uh, that they read an article about why people weren't seeing the Eternals was because mm-hmm. of all the misogyny because it's a female director. <laughs> Bro, the average normie doesn't know that shit. The average normie doesn't even know who directs a movie. Bro, the average normie isn't even sure which character belongs to Marvel or DC. It's like they're like, is Batman showing up in this one? Or? <laughs> yeah, like I was like, the idea that there's just people sitting there, like, like, like they even know who the director is, and they're gonna be like, I'm not going. I don't now. I definitely don't like it because a woman directed it. Bad, bad. That's how fucking stupid I am. You know, it's like. Meanwhile. Like you, even like the the hardcore right. The second a woman agrees with their point of view, they're like, "See, we got one. We love yeah. her. She's the greatest." It's like, come on. Yeah, there's That's no not bigger real. group of simps than a, a conservative with a conservative woman they agree with. Oh my god, it's true. And it's like it's so the idea that like all these sexists would just be like, like, like who who are these people that make decisions like that and lead their life like that? And even and even if they exist. Do they exist in the tens of millions? <laughs> like, do you know that Obviously, many people who live like that? They're all bigots. This is a bigoted country. That's what CNN tells me. So it must be true. <laughs> I went to, I was looking up articles uh, and I, I went to like uh, Variety and then I went to Fox News and then I was like, okay. And I clicked on CNN. And I was like, oh, this is going to hurt. This is going to hurt. <laughs> I was just like, I can't. Man, uh, they got to make their excuses, but I think they're going to just go thin. Because it's like, I, I know what a lot of this stuff, man, a lot of entertainment stuff recently, I just have had such little interest in, in even mm-hmm. talking about it. It's like, who cares about the Eternals? I'm not about to see this shit. Who cares yeah. about a lot of stuff? <laughs> a woman director, ew, women can't do that stuff. What is yeah, she I, in the kitchen? Like, I, I feel prematurely like a grandfather who, like, you know, like my grandfather just watched, like, the same, like, 10, 15 movies, you know, like... Uh, Guns from Navarone, like, you know, Seven Brides for Seven Brothers or whatever, like all this like old stuff from like the 40s. And he would just that's all he ever watched. And that was it. Mm -hmm. And now I'm starting to feel like that, like in my 30s, you know, I'm like, (laughs) I'm just going to watch Snatch and Pulp Fiction. That's all I need. I don't need anything else. I'm just going to go back. I'm replaying the original Mass Effect. I don't need the new shit, the new fangled stuff for you and you crazy kids. I'm not into it. (laughs) I'm already like in retirement from content. (laughs) Man, I kind of I think a lot of people feel that way at an earlier age shit like I, I talked about it. look how many people are into retro shit in general like Good th- point. 
There's never been a generation who cared more about the past than this one. And it's like retro shit is so huge. And I get it every 20 years or whatever it is that, you know, you look back. But to me, it's something about this generation in the past almost 10 years, which have been like almost exclusively retro worship in some way, whether it's remaking old stuff, whether it's, you know, 80s, 90s style music being real popular and shit. It's just. I don't, and I it's think really this... weird. There is just cognitive dissonance. Like I was talking to these two guys last night. You're gonna love this. This yeah. guy, and they were they were chill. They were like nice dudes. Even one of them subscribed to the channel. Like you know what I mean. Hey. He was interested, and he was talking thanks about YouTubers. Yeah, thanks for subbing, dude. Uh, Zachary, uh, thanks for subbing, brother. Uh, and uh, but I was talking with his buddy, and his buddy named his dog something Ray, but like Ray from Star Wars Ray. Whoa. And I was like, whoa, hey. whoa, whoa. Yeah. I was like, okay. I mean, you seem like a cool guy, uh, but what? And so we were talking about all this stuff, and I, and I was asking him. I was just like, you know, do you feel like, because oh, he's still a Doctor Who fan. That's it. He's still ah. a Doctor Who fan, and he had like a Doctor Who like tattoo. And I was like, do you care? Are you? In, how do you feel about the most recent seasons? You know, like just try to have that conversation. And mm -hmm. he's like, yeah, it's a pretty significant drop off. And I'm like, so I asked him about the Timeless Children and a Timeless Child, and he didn't even he didn't even know about that. So I'm like, okay, I don't know mm -hmm. how invested you are in all of this, but I asked him, and I'm like. Do you know? Do you do you feel like it's politically motivated that they make this content in this direction? And he goes, "Yeah." And I was, "That doesn't that doesn't bother you?" And he's like, "No, nah, not really." Like he just kind of was like, "Eh, whatever." Like just you know, kind of not that invested in it. And but there is this weird cognitive dissonance where people like they know the content sucks somewhere in their brain they know it's politically motivated and then like you said there's this retro fascination but people just won't connect the dot to be like that's why it's bad it's politically motivated this is proper fucking ganda accept it <laughs> you know what i mean like see the light <laughs> well with somebody like that I, I i keep going to the lions fan argument i mean he already got the doctor who tattoo he's already committed to being a doctor who fan so if they put out a if they go they go zero and seven like my lions, uh, it's like well I'm a fan of this so yeah you're right this does kind of suck but I'm already I've already signed up for, for sunk Doctor cost Who. fallacy. Yeah, a little bit of that I didn't think about it in that particular terms, but there is some of that I've already invested. You're you're probably not wrong, but yeah, I just don't I mean? see the point. I don't know why it's like. I, I, that's why I kind of stop like with some of my sports teams. Like I'm a Jets fan, and it's like, what am I a fan of? I'm not a fan of losing. <laughs> I'm not a fan of ineptitude. Like I don't, you know, I don't stand for a movie that I didn't like and you know was unsuccessful, but I'm still rooting for it. Like no, like that movie sucked, and I'm not interested. It's the same thing with all these franchises. Like it's not like I made. The Force Awakens, and I'm still like, listen, no, it's better than you think. Like, I got to champion it. It's like, no, mm -hmm. like, they ruined my favorite thing. Fuck them and fuck that. Like, I don't need to be, I'm not invested. I'm a huge, I still have Star Wars memorabilia in my house right now. It yeah. doesn't make me any more invested in the sequels because I've been invested in it my whole life. It makes it that much worse that they fucked it up. Yeah. I, I tend to go that way, but I think there's, you know, people who either, a, I've already, you know, you said sunk cost fallacy. I've already invested in this, so I gotta like it. Or B, they're they're willing to acknowledge what's wrong with it, but it's like, eh, this is still sort of thing I like. Almost similar to what you were talking about with your your, your grandfather. Only it's stuff that's not that good, but it's like, well, this is in my wheelhouse, even if it's not the best version of it. 
I'll still accept it. So it's like I'll accept an inferior version of Star Wars just to get Star Wars. Hell, I think the Mandalorian fandom was that. I agree. Even though it was, uh, you know, a lot more competent than the movies, the trilogy. I think the Mandalorian, there are some cool episodes. There are some cool scenes. I guess. I thought the first season was better than the second one. Um, I couldn't even stay interested long enough to trash it. I was just like, I don't even care. Nothing happened in that show. Nothing happened. There was no consequences. It's not good. I don't think, I think a lot of people are going to realize it's not as good as they thought on rewatches. I do too. They're going to find themselves bored. They're not going to finish it. They're going to like, you know, because once, once like the illusion wears off, you know, like once you've seen like the special effects and the explosions and all that stuff, and now you're just sort of invested more just in the story and the dialogue. Like, I think a lot of people are going to be like, wait, this sucks. Yeah. Or just like, eh, this is not really. It's not. There was nothing to it. Not, boring get fucked. Like what? I, I can break down and spoiler for the entire series of The Mandalorian thus far. Mando finds a baby. He he. Oh, he, or what? oh yeah, just something. Yeah, not yet, but it is coming up in about. I think it's like three minutes. So I'm gonna have to okay. boogie for a little while. So just I know everyone's gonna be very crestfallen and heartbroken. That I'm not going to yeah. be around, but Vigilante Williamson is going to stick with you for a little while while yeah. I step off and take a really poorly scheduled phone call. <laughs> yeah, uh, real life, folks. Real life. Well, real quick before you go. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. I just think like the the entire series of The Mandalorian. This is what happened. Mandalorian finds a baby that has superpowers that the Empire wants, so the the res, uh, the remnants of the Empire. They're still around, mm-hmm. even though which I thought lost. was a great idea. That's the kind of thing I want to see in a sequel, you know, property of Star Wars. Yeah, what's the universe look like now? And that that's some of the cool stuff. The Bill Burr episode that everyone loved, I loved, uh, where he talks about uh, what's this guy talking with Vigilante again? Yeah, I don't know, some yeah, random, some um, but no. Uh, there was some cool stuff, but then it's like, what really happened? He he finds a baby, he runs from the Empire. Uh, then it gives the baby the loop. That's two seasons. That's literally what happened all over two seasons. That's it. That's all that and, happened. Yeah, like and and just a million little side quests that like have no impact on the story. And you really the Link DeLorean. It's just hard to get invested because it's like, well, he's not gonna. Nothing's gonna happen. What, what you know what I mean? He's gonna get his ship back. So we're just what we're just <laughs> going through the motions. And and it gets so ridiculous. Like the one where he crashes through the ice walls and then like like two guys like rebuild his ship. You're like, that's not how that what are you talking so about? It's a spacefaring vessel and it can just be repaired like without a machine shop or a facility. Like really? Like Oh man. There's God, another stupid. part of that. Wasn't there an episode where there was like a hole in the ship, but they were somehow able to go in and out of uh, atmospheres? I'm like, no. I don't even remember. Like, I, and that's I the thing. Like, that. oh, I'm getting the call. All right, okay. I'll be back, guys. All right, five balls out, and uh, we just found out. I can uh, check you guys' comments. Look, it's almost like it's my show. So, yeah, there was a scene. I, I around that ice episode, I believe there there was a hole in his ship. And he was just able to fly through in uh, make, both make exits and entries from planets' atmospheres through with holes in their ship. And I'm not I'm not a science expert by any means. You guys heard heard me talk, but I know that will fucking that would make a ship break up. You you would die. The ship would explode. There's no way a ship could just go in and out of an atmosphere and then fly through the darkness of space with a hole in it. That's just completely improbable. Um, and it, 
not that, that that in and of itself was a deal breaker of the Mandalorian. Like I didn't watch because of this weird science thing, but it was just a bunch of stuff like that. Mandalorian was overrated. It was absolutely over. Yeah, he's filed out, uh, Lord Thoth. Filed out a special ship. I think the people who made it was special. And I, I think that's a case of being the, the and hopefully this is a, you know, I'm not even going to say the word, being the tallest little person. I don't want to be offended. Uh, OT, I know I'm slowly gearing up to start my own channel, mix of politics and culture. I hate being in front of a camera, but I think I'm, I'm going to do it. I hate in front of being in front of a camera too, man. Uh, that's why I do the logo stuff, but it's cool to see you, man. APM, uh, keep doing, do a channel. Everyone should do a channel, man. Please do it. it, it it'd be frustrating at times, but it's definitely fun to do. Uh, definitely fun to do. Uh, just because the Dallas Cowboys have disappointed me and broke my heart in this last 26 years doesn't mean I stopped being a Cowboys fan. I think that's how a lot of people feel with their fandom. I think uh, us, and uh, you know, hell, I'm I'm like that with certain things. I think I'm still going to be a Batman fan no matter what the fuck they do with it. Um, and a DC fan no matter what the fuck they do with a lot of that stuff. They can make Superman gay. I'm not going to stop caring about Superman um, or bi or whatever else. They can do everything to him. I'm not going to stop caring about that. Uh, but I, I think there are people who have that just like, listen, I'm already a fan. I've been a fan for a while. Things are rough. They they can get better, so I'm going to keep being a fan. And then, and then, then there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I, I, I was kind of taken aback when uh, some of the bigger YouTubers said they can't watch the OG Star Wars anymore because of the sequel trilogy. I'm like, yeah, I don't feel that way. I don't think the sequel trilogy is going to make me change how I feel about uh, the content that I already love. Um, yes, stop being a spaceship bigot, you bigot. I'm not a bigot. I just don't think, listen, you try to fly a spaceship with a hole in it. You see how you do. It, it just, it, it was such, it was like, uh, what was it? Cognitive narrative dissonance. I'm like, what the fuck? Superman was always gay, at least by curious. Um, she, well, he did have his uh, underwear on the outside. Who knows what's going on with that? But, um, I get that that fandom thing. I get just wanting to be a fan. I think, again, that's why The Mandalorian was successful because there were a lot of people who still wanted to be Star Wars fans and they got some Star Wars that could stand up straight and they were happy with it. Um, we'll see what the Book of Boba Fett does. There's been a lot since then. They, they fired Gina. She was a popular character. Um, they've had all their upheaval, but normies don't know about that. Uh, maybe a few normies. Oh, yeah, they fired the one girl, but that doesn't really matter. We'll see what the Book of Boba Fett does. I have really little interest in it. Um, very little interest. There's my alarm telling me to wake up. I'm up. Um, let's see what the Razor Crest ramp stuck open. How do they maintain cabin pressure? Oh yeah, because that was stressed out. Uh, Baby Yoda, uh, doing whatever it was. General Leia did in TLJ. That scene was such a mess. That's another like when the Last Jedi were Leia just gains superpowers and invincibility and just floats through space and flies through space. Um, but yeah, there was a you're right, the Razor Crest, and I, I couldn't think of the ship. Thank you, Cavantino Cavalry Calvary Man Che. Uh, the Razor Crest is the Mando ship. I'm just saying his ship, his ship. Um, but yeah, it was um there was some stuff like that, like that isn't science. That isn't science. It's almost sonar in space bad. Like Mando, but to be honest, the writing was on par with 80s Saturday morning cartoons. I agree with you, and maybe that was part of the draw. I, I really liked the first season a lot, and I was cool. I can't tell you why I liked the first season more than the second. 
I think because the first season embraced being the villain of the week and being a Saturday morning cartoon to me a little bit more. And the second season tried to make it a little bit more serious while even less happened. And it was just, and, and it was treading ground to me. Like I do like the, uh, I do like what you call it. I do like uh, that Bill Burr episode. I think the my two favorite episodes are of the Mandalorian are the ones with Bill Burr in it. The one from the first season and the one in the second season. Um, let's see, APM says, sadly, this fellowship or alliance or community, as you, if you prefer, needs a gay voice. Pains me to say that, but uh, gays do need to push back against the woke insanity before the far right uh, become a thing. People do need to see we're doing something. Hey, I, I'd be aligned if a, a similar thing uh, with black people. I think a lot of a lot of the, the black conservatives you see are because of the, the left's um, hijacking. That's what they do, man. The far left hijacks people's identities. These allies come in who not, aren't even a part of a group, and then they get to tell that group what to do and how to think. So I absolutely understand that point. Yeah, Space Sonar, that was a, a reference to the, a Star Trek Discovery as Sonar in Space. So yeah, I definitely think... Uh, yeah, and hey, if uh, you need a guess, I'm if uh, just give me a time, and if I can make it, I'll definitely make it, man. Because you, you've been a real cool supporter of uh, what we do here, man. And we're just we're not anything without you. And we need more voices. We need a lot more voices in general. The more voices there are, the more you know people get hopefully get a chance to wake up to what the fuck's going on. Whether it's in pop culture, whether it's in news and politics, I've I've honestly gone really hard in the news sector. If you've been checking out my channel, uh, shout out to the wake down who's been like instrumental and in kind of changing my channel around. Um, but yeah, we need more people to talk about this stuff because this stuff is getting out of hand. Cacophony of voices. I, I, people freaked out throughout that word cacophony. Like, oh, yeah, I know what cacophony is. You biggest. Didn't, th didn't think a black man could use big words. That's what we are. Uh, I guess we were talking about guests. But no, we do. We need more voices. We need a cacophony of voices. Um, not all saying the same thing. Not all saying the same thing. We all gonna are gonna have our different perspectives. It's very important. It's very important. Um, but hey, it's also important to just get this shit off your chest. If there's something you want to say, that you said it, and that, that's one thing I love about doing this, man. I get to say what needs to be said or what I think needs to be said. And uh, I don't know if I'm getting better. But I'm doing more of it. Uh, APM says, amazing. Uh, Vigilante Williamson, thank you. And yes, been checking your stuff out, getting better and better all the time. Great direction. Yeah, it's it's been kind of direction changing. It's basically become a news channel. I'm trying to do different things. I do want to add more entertainment stuff and more... Uh, <laughs> sorry, more, uh, you know, different, more fun stuff. This is Cinch Diddle says, the poor vigilantes are just as uh, smart as the white ones. Thank you, um, Cinch and Biden. Cinch and Brandon. And we do not kneel fandom menace. Got a question. Do people still rep the fandom menace? Or is the, the cool thing to say, yeah, I'm not part of the fandom menace? Because I don't know where I am relative to the fandom menace. I always thought of myself fandom menace adjacent. But do people still rep that? And it seems like it's uh, the cool thing to act like you don't rep it, even if you do. Like it's the hipster thing. Uh, getting along with your computer better. Yeah, Rough Girl, how's that How's that been going? I think I've been more ranting. Hey, rants are fun. People love rants. And again, you got to get this stuff off your chest. You got to get this stuff off your chest, man. It's uh, it's important, bro. It's important. It's important. Um, Man, 
So, so I wonder what other powers I have. I can. So basically, there's a new thing with StreamYard. So I am on Matt's channel, but it gives me the control like I'm on my channel. I can uh do all, whatever I want, whatever I want. I'm trying to see if there's something uh, that we were going to cover that I can kind of get into uh, before then. Do, 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 do. I'm not sure. No, boy. Mmm, APM. I don't disagree with this at all. In fact, I had a stream about saying it was the death of the Phantom Menace. And brother, it has felt, it's felt like it. That's just, that's me being real. The Phantom Menace died when, when, when Doomcock and Gary, uh-oh. Oh, we're talking YouTuber drama right now? Well, we, what start, APM is actually starting a channel. Oh, uh, fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so we were talking about it, and then somebody said something about the Phantom Menace, and then I just asked, you know what? Is the Phantom Menace still a thing? Because now it seems like the cool thing is to not rep it when you rep it, and then APM uh, brought up that comment. I'm like, you know what? I, there's some truth to that. There's been something, you know, I don't well, want to talk about funny other people's say things. That. That's funny you say that, because I was actually talking with those guys at the bar last night about what the Phantom Menace is. Yeah, and- yeah, yeah. It's really kind of, it's more like an idea than anything that's just shared by a lot of people. Yeah. It's not really a group, like it's not an official organization, you know, there's not yeah, like no. memberships and stuff. Like, I think we all kind of have an idea of what the Fandom Menace really is, but I don't think we like, I don't know, like, I'm kind of, okay, I'm a little more curious to hear like what this, where this idea goes, like what the actual tenets of it's gone now mean. So to me, there was something, and I can't, I couldn't tell you what it was. It felt like there are still. I'm trying to put use the right words because I love both creators. By the way, I love them both. I, I would probably have not done it without either. In fact, I yeah. found Gary through Doomcock. I still watch both creators. I still love them. I'm not trying to stir up any drama. And it, honestly, it, to me, things started when when a damn Zack Snyder shit happened. There was just cracks mm. in the armor. I just feel like the connectedness, it felt like this, there was like all these different channels that were all like part of the Justice League. And now it feels <laughs> like, I like yeah, that. it was the Justice League. Now it's League. Civil War. Not now even it's... <laughs> Civil War. It's just different channels doing their own thing. And sometimes they come together and they're little pockets that always come together. But it doesn't feel quite like we're all the Justice League anymore. It just feels like well, we're all just... Are we as needed right now? And I mean that in the sense that, like, I think most, not most, but lots and lots of people are hip to this. You know, like, people are fighting CRT in their schools. You know, like, people kind of, like, the, the, the term woke is thrown around by, like, the media. You know what I mean? Like, as Very a true. disparaging thing. So I think what why it was so important at the time is because it wasn't being spoken about. You didn't hear the very valid criticisms uh, that, you know, how bad Star Wars was, you know, what they're doing to Marvel, the whole comic book industry thing, like that was suppressed and you needed these guys who were articulate and entertaining and, and, you know, had perception and vision to actually expose it. And I think, you know, still the greater populace is not really aware of it necessarily, but I think so many more are onto it. Like I mentioned the critical drinker to those guys at the bar and they knew him. 
You yeah. know, he's almost got a million subs. You know, yeah, like does. there's a lot of people that are they're waking up, dude. Um, but I'm just like, it's yeah. it's not necessarily it's there's not as much of a fight to fight. Like we don't need to slay the Eternals. There's no yeah, reason. Yeah, you're right. That is another phase of it because not only was there the little spats or whatever, but there was this like. I don't care about this. I don't care about that. I don't care about, oh, do better, Marvel. Yeah, we get it. There was something. We are now a generation past woke. We are now, okay, everything's woke now. So it's become passe. There's less shock. You were probably shocked when you saw uh, Luke's drink green titty milk. But by the time they make Superman bisexual, it's just Tuesday. It's not even a story. Like now they're just throwing Hail Marys to get attention. Yeah. Like they don't so I, even believe in it. People can't even muster up the energy to get outraged. I mean, you know, it's exactly. like it's jarring, but like it's still like whatever. Okay, commie's gonna commie. Yeah, is is what it is. Like we know now, we identify it. We're not we're not supporting it. You know, you like there's changes in this country. You know what I mean? Republicans are being voted in in states that have been blue for you know decades. Like there, yeah. there are a lot of people that are waking up a little bit and really are just seeing what it is. Uh, so yeah. I don't. I don't know. Like, what? How could the fandom menace be more effective? Like, what? What could they do? What do they need to do right now that like isn't being done? That from that angle, I, I agree with you. I do think though, because I still feel it to this day, there are people who who really bought into the 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 collective element of everyone and being a part of something, and now there's just a bunch of different channels, and it, it doesn't feel like the same. To me, it just doesn't feel as tight. Doesn't feel as well, we're not united. desperate for it. I mean, when Game of and Thrones collapsed, that was the thing that got me into it. Was when Game of Thrones collapsed, I, I just couldn't believe what I was witnessing. I, I had to go find people talk about it. So I found the Critical Drinkers, the first one I found, and I was like, mm -hmm. "Thank God." There is someone out there who gets it and is talking about it. Thank God. And then that got me down the whole rabbit hole. That's why I found Gary. That's why I found Doomcock. That's why I found everybody. Mauler. Yeah. And I was like, oh, Mauler's just like d just destroying like the last Jedi. And you're like, oh my God, thank God. Like I'm living in this world where everyone's like applauding this nonsense. It makes you crazy. Yeah, but you yeah, know, yeah. now that it's it's there and it's more established and a lot of us have come to find it, you know, millions of us, it's it's is it what you know what i don't know that the need is as great i think that's a fair point i do think that's a fair point um and that might just, just be my own perception because that's where i'm at i'm not sure you know i, I can't necessarily get the, the the pulse of the whole country but you know even me and you like we've had conversations off air where it's like so we're just gonna go on every every week and be like this is woke and it sucks and like just over and over and over like that's boring you know like yeah. that's like and then now we're and you said like we're even playing into their hand absolutely i think a lot of stuff a lot of the stuff they do is for shop value they're not even doing it for their own demographic of woke wokeies they're doing it to piss off the right people right you know what i mean yeah so uh i definitely think all all these factors kind of all added together to me i think to if you feel which i still love all these channels but if you feel like man just felt a little bit more i i, I don't know if united is the right word uh, it doesn't feel divided per se. It just feels like people are more less strong. I less feel strong. what you mean. Yeah, less yeah, of like a united front. And yeah. I'll, the Doomcock Gary thing definitely made me sad. You know, like it bummed me out, especially because of how Doomcock handled it. Like, 
I listen to a lot of those streams and I, I listen to a lot of Doomcock. Not, I don't think as much as you. I was never a channel member or anything like that. But mm-hmm. he, he just seemed like he was spiraling a little bit as a person. Mm. Like he would get so really upset about it, which is like, I can understand getting actually angry, but it's not really that entertaining to listen to someone just like yell, like really, yeah. get, you know, like kind, you have to make it, it still needs to be through a sieve. You still need to form it into something. And he would just get mad and he see it's, it, it sounded like there was something personal also going on, like something underneath it that wasn't just like the, you know, Star Wars was gay or whatever. Like it would, yeah. it would be all this other st- And then when the whole thing with Ryan happened and it was, it was such a non, such a non-story, such a nothing. Like, you know, Ryan said a dumb thing. Like I said, okay, it's not news. It's Friday. He's gonna say dumb things like the whole stream. Yeah. He's Ryan. <laughs> That's and what it he got does. on him. They got on him immediately. I understood being upset because he did say something like, "Oh, he never got Roman right." I'm like, oh, "That's not true." But I don't I, think I, he said that. I think really I what he said. He did. He, maybe he, that I'm was wrong. His words. He. What I remember he, like, was, if you're the type of person who's hanging on on Doomcock's every word about rumors, it's you're stupid. I think. Yeah, that's what he, what he said. But he also did say something like, "He's never got anything right." He he said that amongst that 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 spiel. I do remember something along. And also, those lines. Ryan's entitled to that opinion, by the way. Like that's not yeah. really. He didn't say like Doomcock's like a scumbag or you know what I mean. Cheats on his taxes or something. He didn't disparage no. his personality. You know, taxation is theft, and there'd be nothing wrong with that. But yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, I I thought it was something that they should have called each other and hashed it out, and they, even if they didn't agree at the end, that's fine. Uh, I thought that was something that that. That could have been handled uh, privately. That I was thought, my reaction to it. I genuinely thought it was handled. Like I thought it was handled in the moment. I thought the yeah. panel trashed Ryan. Like they, it wasn't like they were like totally Doomcock sucks. Like they were like you fucking idiot, shut up. Like, yeah, they were like, where did he touch you? Like what do you like? Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, and I really just think Ryan just sometimes like, you know, and I've had this issue where it's like you you you're suddenly unchained to say what you think, and you kind of take it too far sometimes. You know, you you. You just kind of like, and you're almost just, you're exploring the idea in the moment. And then you say something you didn't quite mean, but it yeah. just, it came out a little clunky and stupid. And you're just like, oh, I, oh no, I didn't mean that. And then Ryan did an apology video. Uh, like the crew trashed him the whole time. I think Gary stuck up for Doom. Like there, to me, there was absolutely no reason to create an issue about it. Like, you know, you could make jokes at Ryan's expense. You know, if I were Doomcock, that's probably what I would do. I'd probably make fun of him. But like mm-hmm. to to create this rift and then like make this big deal about it and without respect we reject. It's like, dude, relax. Like that's come on, man. You're taking this way too personal, and it's not it's not what it was. And yeah. you're entitled to your opinion and your reaction. But for me as a fan, I'm pretty disappointed. I, I didn't. I understand why he was pissed. Like I said, I do remember that line about hey. I'm like he's a rumors channel. If you undermine his his his, his rumors channel, I get him being pissed. It just sucked that there was so much division, and a lot of that just 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 phone calls or, or Discord or whatever what you want to communicate with someone. I thought that that was the the best way to handle it. But as far as undermining your channel, Doomcock did way more damage than Ryan did. Just because Ryan said that would never affect how I feel about Doomcock. Like I might think about it or laugh, but I'd still come to my own conclusions. Doomcock's reaction. I, yeah. I haven't watched Doomcock really since. Really. I've still I've it's watched some of his stuff. I watched some of his stuff still. I still I still watch some of his stuff. I still watch him and Gary. Even though I'll be honest, unrelated to this, I've lost a lot of interest. Almost going back to what we were talking about with the 
fatigue and calling out woke stuff. I feel like I haven't watched as much FNT or as much of anyone's channels because it's like, oh, we're about to yell at Kathleen Kennedy again, or we're going to yell at right. woke Hollywood again. I think I saw this episode. I'll, I'll watch a gaming stream right now. You know what yeah. I mean? Or, that's but, the thing. Uh, it's like the need for it is diminished. Also, yeah. you know, we're involved in it, you know, like every day. It, it kind of it is a little tiring. Absolutely. That absolutely has changed my viewing habits because I, I I know just as much as the creators because I'm doing just as much research now. I'm always looking the shit up. I'm always you doing know what stuff I mean? preparing. So now uh, it's yeah. like it doesn't have the same novelty as a fan was like oh man i didn't know about this oh yeah i already covered this last week and now you guys are talking about it or whatever the case may be so yeah i mean yeah i still i still appreciate their conversation i i still think like i listen to fnt like pretty regularly not every week like i used to where i listen like every second of every show like i'll check in now here and there for a few hours like i watched most of last week with or was it two weeks ago with mauler and uh and critical drinker mm -hmm. i mean that's a murderer's row right there like i gotta listen to that and like all at one dunnigan and uh kurt metzger were on i listened to like all that because like that's just so compelling but you know, it's it's kind of like the thing we talk about. Like that's why I think it's such an anomaly. Anyone's watching anything we do because there's just yeah. so much content out there that like I I tend to not stay in just one corner. I kind of go yeah, me a, a lot of different places. Yeah. yeah and uh, sheesh, I'm with low spec lens laptop. Right, I already figured out. I don't like modern entertainment. I don't need to be told every day. There's nothing yeah. new to say. And there's it's nothing this, new to say. It's nothing it's just new to redundant. Say. You know. It's and, like. Um, Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. It's it's just like when someone comes late to the party, or a little bit like, oh, now I don't really want to. Now I almost want to disagree with you, like or something. Like I don't, I don't want to. Like I had a buddy hit me up, like, and he used to argue so hard against, you know, like this. Like I would argue this was, you know, before woke had gone crazy, but I was onto them, you know, fairly early, and like I would just have these just really unproductive debates with a friend of mine, and then he found like Jordan Peterson like four years later, five years later, and he's like, dude. And I'm like, yeah, you know, what I mean? like I'm not really, not, we're yeah, not bonded over this now. You know what I mean? Like you were really unpleasant to my ideas. Now that you share them, like we're gonna be buddies now, man. Like that's not. <laughs> you know, I'm glad you saw the light, and good luck, and keep following that path. But like, you know, you were kind of a dick, and now that you, you know what I mean? It's just like, yeah. You know, and now people are like, you know, what's woke? Marvel. You're like, yeah. <laughs> you know, it has I mean? been like, for a while. Got it, you know, like there's feminist agenda in these movies. <laughs> You're like, okay, you guys take the ball and run with it. I'm going somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, but yeah, I think I mean it is interesting. Like, I still love and respect, you know, most of the guys in in that I would consider in the fandom menace, you know. And it's like I still respect Doomcock. Don't get me wrong, I'm just not that interested anymore. Um, yeah. But like you know, Gary's still one of my favorite creators. Like you know, him and and Az and Mahler doing a Tuesday stream every week. I mean, that's pretty generous. You know, like it's that's that's a good lineup right there. And so they make good content. And it's like if you're interested mm -hmm. in it, check it out. Yeah. So I guess that's all to be said. And like you mm -hmm. know, I am a I, I still watch Doom. I still watch everybody at times. I just watch a lot less of everyone than I used to. A lot mm -hmm. less. Um, Sometimes yeah, yeah, I really yeah. just want to laugh. Like, I really just don't want to deal with anything. I just want, like, someone to be funny. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, I, I honestly, as a content creator, I wish I could provide that. I, I'm I'm looking because I feel like I've, I've moved into more new stuff on my channel than, like, a lot of entertainment stuff. But I really wish I could just make it more 
entertaining in general instead of just hey this is the world is fucking ending and <laughs> everything's fucked up um yeah it it's uh it's not the same and that's okay things change people thundercats grow. oh listen to this this is actually pretty interesting he says uh, sadly doomcock lost trust when he started posting so many source videos i'm not i don't know what he means by that what does that mean source videos i think he's talking about if you watch Doomcock's videos, he, he'll discuss his sources and he started to use sort like he he will tell you, I don't know of this source, but the so he's starting to use less sources in his like more uh, newer sources and they're giving him more wacky information. And he's even oh. talked on his videos. This could be, you know, take it with a grain of salt. He always says be, that, by the way, in Doomcock's defense, every single rumor video I've ever watched, he always says, just take it as a rumor. Yes, which, yeah, which is uh, another, if you want to defend him or whatever, which I, I agree with. He does say that. And he, he's been, he's discussed on these videos, you know, whether or not he trusts these sources or whether or not you should trust them. You know, okay. like, hey, this could, I could be being lied to. I could get, I be, uh, could be getting my chain yanked by this source. Yeah. Um, and so, but, but he's used, he still talked about it though. He's still showing these videos. Yeah, which he should. I mean, that's his business. That's what he does. And look, he might be right and it's worth talking about sometimes. I mean, I'm not interested in whether Kathleen Kennedy's there or not. I could give a shit. I'm I mean, it's nothing that. to me. Who cares? Like I said, the, they're so entrenched. It's, yeah, it would have to be such a dramatic departure, you know, from what they do to, to get back to something that's actually just pure entertainment. Like it, you know, I, I'm at this point, I'm just like, I need to be convinced until I'll go back to anything. Um, let me read, actually, speaking of which, let me read this comment, then I have a question for you. Um, I didn't like Ryan's comments at the time, but I didn't like Doomcock's response. I don't watch either anymore. So that little spat, you know, he lost, both of them lost a the fan. Yeah. and That's interesting. Uh, there's somebody on my channel, Noble Iroh. He hates everyone. I don't think he likes you. Uh, he hates everyone but me, for strangely. I think me right. and maybe Nick Weiser. I mean, I hate myself plenty, so I get it. Oh, no. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, um, yeah. Um, Keeley yeah, says he, he left uh, when, uh, uh, what's it, uh, Tom left the high council or whatever. Is that Keeley said that? Oh, no. Uh, uh, Che said that unsubscribe for high council because Tom left and, and awkward that happened with everyone at the Vegas meetup. I wasn't, I was there for that and I didn't see the awkwardness. So I'm glad because I don't like, yeah. I don't like social awkwardness at all. I get very uncomfortable. Yeah. Cause the, uh, Tom Mecca thing. See, that's, that's what I think really started to hurt the fan. It was like every week there was a new thing to get this, you know, internal drama. And it's like, mm -hmm. especially the stuff that I didn't really know the details of. I, like, I don't know what the fuck to do with this. Hell, if you guys remember, Tom was our very first guest Hell on yeah. Culture Hell Crime Tom. Fighters. And that shit broke the same day he was a guest. Oh, that's that, right. That, we didn't that, talk about it. No, yeah. we I uh, think we real quick we asked him if he wanted to talk about it. He said nope, and then we just moved on. Mm-hmm. Respect. Too much respect yeah. for Tom. Because Tom's the man. Tom's the fucking man. And I thought, you know, that was a that was just fuckery. It just seemed like after that fucking um Mr. I forgot his name already, Zack Snyder. It just seemed like there was a hex put on the fucking fandom, and then there was just different spats. Uh, you know what's such a deal, though? Is that the Illuminati? Uh, obviously, <laughs> that's what happened. Warner Brothers. Confirmed. Illuminati confirmed. They went to Molek. They did some old crazy <laughs> shit. Sacrificed some, some kids. Sex magic, obviously. <laughs> and they said, go put a hex on those people. He, when he did his little, clowns. you know, as far as I'm concerned, crossed his arms, that uh, unleashed some hex. 
on the fandom and, and we've been dealing with it on the sits. We need sense. what's the uh Father Christopher M- Miller? We need him to exercise the fandom. Yes, we need him to exercise the fandom. Yes. Um so yeah, my question is for you cuz I'm embarrassed to admit that there is still a, the tiniest kernel of interest even though it's comes with, you know, a tremendous amount of uh, trepidation and like yeah. frustration. Are you going to watch the Boba Fett series? No. And I thought about it and it's just like I don't care. I, I don't I, I I I did think about it because I'm like, man, I used to cover stuff. I used to I even if the Mandalorian was boring, I did like doing a weekly review of something. It made me feel even if nobody really watched, it made me feel like I was a part of something. Sure. And I've been, you know, I didn't do reviews on WandaVision. I didn't do reviews. No, I did do right. a few reviews on WandaVision, but I didn't do most of it. I didn't do Loki. I didn't do a lot of these shows. And I'm making the freaking fans gay. Turn the fans <laughs> gay. There you go, since you did Now funny. you get it. Now now you've woken up. That's funny. Um yeah, hit the like button, please. Please like, please like, Thank share, you, subscribe. And oh, here's another thing. We will do this show next week on my channel. Shout out to Nelson, the gentleman. He didn't know, and I think it's because we don't say it enough, that this will rotate channels. He thought this was just a show we did every two weeks. Oh, oh yeah, no, no, no. Rotates uh, on the Vidge's channel and my channel. goes back and forth. And also, we put up every single episode uh, on iTunes and Spotify and Google Podcasts, anywhere you can get podcasts. We're up there. Uh, so, you know, if you guys like this show, please support it. Tell a friend, uh, that really helps us. The best way to get this, the word out is like, uh, you know, personal recommendations. And, uh, yes. if you can, if you even can figure out how to navigate it, cause I couldn't please leave a five star review on <laughs> iTunes to try to game their algorithm and get a little more traction for this uh, glorious program. Uh, we really appreciate your help in any way. And if you can't do any of that, thanks for watching. Yeah. Thank you. And I'm, I'm going to try to toss my channel, uh, in the chat. But yeah, the book of Boba Fett, man, I couldn't, I, I got to go back to the end of the Mandalorian. They fucking had Boba Fett. And they, remember, they announced the book of Boba Fett at the end. That's the post credit scene. Boba Fett gets pushed through a table. And granted, she is a wrestler. Oh, thank you. You, you beat me to it. Uh, but fucking Sasha Banks puts Boba Fett through a table. So they were already cucking him out. Oh, this is in uh, the Mandalorian. This is the last seat, uh, last episode of the Mandalorian, which most people just you know they were Luke, Luke, and jerked off to Luke, and they forgot the rest of the episode. <laughs> um, but like, there's some weird fight, and then she puts him through the table, and then it's also weird that he disappears at the last climax because they wanted to have that all girl scene, which they did do better than the Avengers. I give them credit, but the, they 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 push that, and then they don't even bring Sasha, Sasha Banks. By the way, she could put me through a table if she. Oh wants. God, yes, yeah, she's fucking hot as shit. Yeah. Uh, um, gladly, gladly go through. And she's thick too, because works mm-hmm. out the ass, man. Like um, but, but she's not even going to return. And I'm like, well, why did you have Boba Fett look like a a, a dummy for a character you weren't even going to use going forward? And it just shows like they don't really know or care what they're doing with this. They just know just, every part of Boba Fett has been changed. He's no longer a bad guy. Um, yeah, he, I don't even like that he's alive. I don't care. Me neither. I don't care that it's EU oh, and it's canon. I don't give a shit. It's like it's just resurrecting a character that was killed, but I mean, you know, kind of by accidentally. But still, like the 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 whole thing with the Sarlacc pit is that you you know it was an awful way to die, and then you yes. just didn't, that's it. Like I never felt like he had a chance of getting out there. I never felt like anyone had a chance of getting out of there. So 
The fact that he did, I don't care if it's EU canon, it's still stupid. It is stupid to me. I, you know what? That's one of my big criticisms of the EU. They keep Darth Maul. He's alive. Why? Because we because he looks. Because cool. he's cool. People like him. That's it. Okay. Fucking apparently even um, what you call it might be alive. Uh, Mace Windu, Samuel Jackson. Like no, he's dead. He's dead as fuck. You destroy he's the dead. stakes of your own thing. If no one dies, then nothing matters. But he was cool. He had a purple lightsaber. Okay, he's get over it. You got three dead. movies on him or whatever it is. Yeah, make prequels. Yeah, he's dead. Boba Fett's dead. Darth Maul's dead. They're all dead. 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 And dead they were killed fuck. by the heroes of the thing, right? Like, uh, Bo- uh, Obi-Wan cuts him in half. Like, that's the victory. If, like, he lives, then it's what's the point of, you know, just to get out of that moment? Like, you know, he knocked him out, stunned him. Like, come on. That's stupid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, usually getting chopped in half and falling down a pit is it. You know usually, what I mean? Pretty much. That spells, spells the end for most people. It's just, yeah. And George Hilton, you're right. Sith Book of Boba Fett, all style, no substance, like everything Disney puts out. Yeah. It's well, just APM. not going to Hail APM, by the way. Good to see you, buddy. Uh, I can't be... <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Oof, God. Sorry about that. Illuminati's after from. you. I guess so. I'm putting something in my vape. Uh... I can't be bothered with Boba Fett. The Mandalorian bored the hell out of me. I think uh, the admittedly excellent last scene of the second series has clouded some people's judgment of the whole show. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, Vigilante, Vigilante came on this, or I think it was this channel, like, that week. It was like, yeah. fuck that. That was bullshit. I can't believe they did that to us. Yeah, because I knew it was Christ. a big... I knew what that was. It was like, this is so, like, here's a carrot, guys. Please give us money. I, mm-hmm. We need... You know, we've been doing a lot of woke stuff. We've lost a little of our funds. We need some of your your hard-earned money. So here's something you might like. And it worked. It, it fucking worked. worked. Oh, it worked. I can't believe, you know, I, I, I guess I just I can't believe people fell for it. I I can. It, it goes back to what we're talking about. People do want to like this stuff. Even if yeah, they, they really it. do. They want to like it. And I, and I respect that. I empathize with that. I want to like it too, but... Not at the expense of my own, you know, uh, personal integrity. Somebody's going to buy a ticket to go see the Detroit Lions be 0-7. They, they have to. Go. Otherwise, they can't even put on TV. So every, there's 50,000 people doing it every week. Yeah. And they're going to do But people are going to buy hats. They're going to buy all sorts of shit for 0-17 or whatever we are, maybe 0-8. That's just what's going to happen because they want that team to do well. And in the same way, doesn't matter. There's going to be people who watch this book of Boba Fett. Millions of people are still going to watch it. Right? Rather, I watch it or not. There are going to be millions of people who go on Disney Plus just because it's Star Wars, just because they want Star Wars to work, and they're going to watch it. It does say, okay, so let's, I, I want to have like, you know, it does say Favreau is the showrunner. Mm-hmm. Now, he's the showrunner of, of, uh, Mandalorian, and that's not the greatest show I've ever seen. So it no. doesn't mean he has an automatic pedigree. But you did see when I was reviewing it, you did see some episodes that were excellent. Yes, you know, some that treated it with respect, and like even though they were side quests, they were very meticulously put together. There, there, there was a logical progression. There was character development arcs, and there was they were competently written scripts. And it was like Chloe Zhao, I think, is that the one? who was like a director yeah. of a bunch of those episodes. When they teamed up, most of those episodes were really good. Not all of them, but they were yeah. they were pretty damn good. Like, I think when, that's the Eternals director too, isn't it? Isn't that the same girl? Is that who that is? I think she is. She's the same girl that got them in trouble with China, but she did do a good job on The Mandalorian. I think she directed that Bill Burr episode. 
if I'm not that that was my favorite episode of the whole series. And I thought did the the I think it was episode five or six of the second season. And I'm 90% sure she did that. Yeah, women can do stuff now, even if they're maybe famous. maybe it's not because she's not credited as a director uh, uh on The Mandalorian. So let me see different. what I mean. Yeah, they all uh oh. Uh-oh. Maybe oh boy. Little civil white supremacy show a good Oh my gosh. Um directed Deborah Chow. Sorry. Chow. Deborah oh, boy. Bigotry. I know. That's the I'm wrong racist. one. No, but she was actually I think she was cool as shit. I think yeah. did she not? No, maybe I'm confusing her with someone else again. No, she did. No, okay, never mind. I thought I thought this was the person who never mind. Um but no, I I thought she was pretty bad, badass. I thought pretty much everything that they collaborated with was was pretty good. So, what I'm what I, what I propose is a possibility. I don't think it's likely, but it's a possibility that legitimately, like the influence of the Dark Lord herself over there has waned, uh, and like I think Disney's stockholders are eventually like you can't keep losing us money even for these you know communist agendas. I agree with uh, like so. I think there's a little bit of a at least it's been rumored plenty that there's a power shift over there. So there is a slim possibility that Favreau could run this show the way he wants and write it the way he wants and not have to answer to her as much and could actually make a good show. Um, I don't think it's likely, and I'm going to probably have to hear about it from other people before I'll spend any time investing it in it myself. And I feel similarly. And Cavantino Calvary, Calvary Minche, I forgot Robert Rodriguez is supposed to be involved with the book of Boba Fett. So I'm not sure right. about his involvement. And I like Robert Rodriguez. You know, I don't yeah. love everything he does. I think Alita is really overrated. I don't know what people loved about that. I thought it was kind mm-hmm. of lame. But people like it, so that's fine. And he did like he kinda you know, he went a little not Hollywood, but he, you know, did spy kids and stuff like that. Yeah. Which is you know, fine. Kids need movies too. But yeah. Yeah, it's the same guy who did Dust Till Dawn and Desperado. I kinda want a little bit more, you know. <laughs> Badass yeah. content, but um, and then uh, I know he did the Boba Fett episode, which I initially I still don't like the episode. When I found out he only got like ten pages of script, though, I'm like, well, shit. The fact that he was able to make an episode out of this with no script is kind of incredible. Um, but man, I I just I really wish they made good Star Wars content on a regular basis. There were some episodes of The Mandalorian that were genuinely good. Could you but imagine they... if it was in good hands? You know, like in whatever alternate reality we left, you know what yeah. I mean? Like just some, like, you know, you think about all the brilliant creators that are in, in Hollywood. Like, and there really are. Like, there are some terrific directors. Like, you got, you know, David Fincher and Tarantino and, you know, Aronofsky. You got Denis Veneuve. You have guys that are actually have good vision and are talented directors, you know? And it's like, if you let Your favorite someone... Chris Nolan? Yeah, he's brilliant. Um, <laughs> doesn't doesn't write fucking Swiss cheese scripts at all. Um, but uh, if you could let one of those guys just really just run with these properties, I mean, how interesting of story could we actually get? You know, like if you had like a real writer's room, really flesh out like what does the what does the universe look like right now after the fall of the empire? You know, like where are the power vacuums? Like who's in charge? You're like really thought about it. it. You could have had so many interesting, you could have endless content that would just roll out. People, sci-fi is one of those weird things people don't really get tired of. Yeah. You know, because there's different they have, ways to skin the cat. 
Yeah, and, and there's just something so exotic about a science fiction world that it pretty much has almost always, you know, mainstream appeal. Like, there's some of the biggest movies of all time are usually sci-fi films. And it's, yeah. uh, you know, it's, it's, it's the most interesting, I think, to a, to a broad audience, you know, decade in and decade out. Um, and they could have just created some really interesting stuff and just... I, 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 I cannot believe that this is where we're at with Star Wars. It's amazing. It is. I'm hoping, like you said, that... Listen, I, I don't think Kathleen Kennedy, A, is going anywhere. And even if she does, I think there's so much entrenched in Hollywood in general, let alone Disney. But I do I do think there is something to... You know, they do have a new CEO. Uh, Bob Chapek is known not necessarily to be a, a creative guy in his own right, but he is known to be a bean counter, which he's caring about how much money comes in, how much money goes out. And so that would lend yourself to at least hoping that they're going to care about making something good that people want to consume and buy for more money, which sounds terrible, but that's not what they've been doing. It's just been let's push our agenda on people. And just the idea that you have someone who's known to say, hey, I want more money than I'm paying out. I don't care about agenda. Well, I don't know if he cares. He probably is all with it. He's in Hollywood, right? But he's a little bit more oriented towards being staying in the black. That's what he was known for. So I think it could be one of those cases, uh, almost like what Frank Zappa talked about, where it's like, hey, we had all these old men back in the 50s and 60s with money who didn't know whether it was good or bad, but they would just try it and see what happened. It's when you get people who are more uh, in tune to things that you get all these creative wackiness. If you have someone that's not creative but knows they're not creative, they'll just let you do whatever you want. And that's that's what I wish we had, where you just give a creator – you know, a, a, a budget, even if it's less budget, that's fine. That means they're going to use more practical stuff in, instead of CG. You give a creator a budget and you see what they do. That's how you get Joker. It's the most profitable movie of the past 10 years. Maybe the most profitable movie unadjusted from inflation of all time. It's it really Joker. could be, especially if you compare budget versus box office. That's Yeah, that's what I mean. It's only 40 billion. Think of that movie basically made a billion dollars profit. Yeah. That's insane. It's crazy. Like, and it's, 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 a small movie in the, in the scope of what it's exploring. Like it feels big because they do such a good job exploring his internal life, but really it just ends in like a riot. Like it doesn't end in like the world being at stake. You know, there's no like intergalactic fucking, you know, aliens going to destroy the earth. If Superman doesn't, you know, knock out something, you know, whatever. Like it's, it's really just, there's a riot and a supervillain is born and it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh, sorry. No, I, I just, uh, I just, I just hope we get good material. And honestly, there, there were parts of the Mandalorian. I keep talking about the Bill Burr episode. That was like, what it's like to actually be a stormtrooper, and how it might feel to be a former stormtrooper. And maybe you know, a- he was so angry at the guy who led them on this firefight, and he he's having this little conversation, and it felt like a very mature way of handling the events in Star Wars. It's like, man, if you would have focused in on doing this series a little bit more like that, this would be something very special. Well, that's honestly what I, with The Force Awakens, I thought that's what they were going to do. Like when they, we did that trailer and you have that drop ship of all the mm-hmm. stormtroopers and it's like shaking as they come in through the atmosphere. I'm like, oh, fuck, this is like zero dark 30. But with stormtroopers, this is going to yeah. kick ass. But no, no. And I did want to point out one thing because we're talking about Disney and like their investment in profit. I, Man of War keeps bringing up ESG. 
Do you know what mm-hmm. ESG is? Is that that new woke thing they have? Where it's uh... worse than that. It's it's more like the China social credit thing. Oh, okay. I think I have heard of it, but I'm not. People bring it up, and then I, I forget about it each time. You should uh, check maybe. out check out James Lindsay if you really want to get into that. He's the one who can really explore and identify exactly what that is. But essentially, from my understanding, is it's essentially a how woke is your com- corporation rating system? Yeah, and, and it's controlled by the lenders, the money lenders, like like the mm. big, three biggest money lenders in in the country control that sort of ESG score. And then if you meet a certain level of wokeness, you know, then they'll lend you money or they'll let you go public. But certain people. They, 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 you know, certain. If you don't meet that criteria, you're not as favored to get money lent. So that's like controlling pretty much everything. And what I think is, so it's like a like a number of like how environmentally, you know, uh, friendly you are, how diverse you are, all types of stuff like that. How inclusive. Um, and so, like, I think what Man of War brings it up is because when it comes to Disney, it's like how far can they really stray? If they're concerned about the ESG score, mm. and additionally, how much of their profits are bolstered by those government diversity grants? It's a very good point, and honestly, I, that's why they haven't cared about profit the traditional way. And you're right, man. Warrior, it isn't new. I think that it's it's become more public more recently, but I, obviously, it can't be new because that's clearly how uh, a lot of entertainment and a lot of companies in general. I've been running stuff. It's been based. That's upon- how they can manage to stay afloat when the, their books don't sell or the movies don't do box office. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty dark. Yeah, and hey, uh, rough girl, you say, and all they care about is uh, that you're a black woman. Hey, if you can get more funding because of it, I would take it. I would Fuck too. It. I would gotta, too. So hard to get a business, no matter who you are. So hard to get a business afloat. You gotta take whatever uh, little advance you can get, can get. Uh, you can't market the way you used to. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Uh, this ESG, yeah, that's that's very scary stuff. James Lindsay, everybody, go watch James yeah, Lindsay. He's telling he's me the about f- him, man, and he's entertaining. Like he's an entertaining guy. Like he's not dry. Like, like I I prefer some of those guys when they're talking with a comedian. You know, mm-hmm. like what like the James Lindsay interview with Chrissy Mayer is awesome because. He's entertaining, but she's funny. So it keeps like the ball in the air and keeps the entertainment level moving forward. Whereas like sometimes when it's like just Peterson and like David was it David Harris or what's that guy's name? Um mm-hmm. the, was that his name? I, I don't, don't actually it doesn't know sound right. But like two guys who are just like prof it's like it gets it's like it's it's like a college lecture. Like it's like it's interesting, but God is it boring. <laughs> you know, you're like Yeah. Uh, you guys are really dry. You know, it's like I respect them, but I just get a little you know that's why i prefer when they go on rogan or if they talk to another comedian and there's a lot of them doing that and it's a i think it's a really good way to have that conversation and then the impulse of the comedian to make you laugh and keep you entertained i think you know really makes that sort of content very digestible so it's a good place to check it out okay uh, you've been telling me about james Lindsay, and i need to just sit down and watch a well, podcast yeah, I mean, he's like, you know, he's just super based and like just a really knowledgeable guy. Like he's impenetrable to all this stuff. He's it's really impressive. And he's the one who I heard him break down the ESG thing in a really digestible way. And I was like, oh, yeah. that's fucking dark. Sheesh. And Man yeah. of War is talking about the assets of 38 to 53 trillion. That's Jesus. unimaginable. That's like all the money. That's unimaginable. Jesus Christ. That's pretty evil, man. But it makes sense. Pretty I, evil. 
And fuck, we used to say like, how, like, I wonder if they're being shadow funded. I wonder if they're being backdoor funded. If there's somebody else tossing money to these companies, because how else you could you? How else could you re- release like a Birds of Prey, a movie that lost you money, and all these movies that were loot that cost hundreds of millions to make but not getting a return? Like, how else could you keep making these movies if you weren't getting some sort of back end funding? You just couldn't. First, your, your company f- would go out of business. Absolutely, and that the first time you hear about stuff like that, you're like, I. I you know, like when you hear about people getting shadow banned on like social media, you're like, yeah, it's probably not happening. And then until it happens to you, and then you're like, oh, this is so definitely happening. Like there are people that are suppressing whatever whatever button they clicked, whatever little algorithm tweak they altered. It does happen. It is a real thing. So as much as like you know, you're like, oh, shadow funding for this, you know, for movies. What are you paranoid? It's like, no, this is real. This is not even yeah. like not even a stretch. Like this is very public stuff. Yeah. And you know, real quick, I got to ask sentient dildo. So I'm a conspiracy theorist when I say all this other stuff. But we can confirm something that sounds pretty conspiratorial, right? This ESG system of companies being funded based upon that. Doesn't that sound pretty conspiratorial? Isn't that something if you would have talked about five or 10 years ago with no proof, someone would say, get the fuck out of your tinfoil hat? I mean, that I know I'm a conspiracy theory. I know I go out on limbs that maybe you, you probably shouldn't, but it, it's not for nothing. Man. It's not for nothing. Just because I'm paranoid doesn't mean they're not out to get me. Exactly. Fucking So it's two o'clock. Yeah. Do you want to wrap it up, my friend? Yeah. Yeah. I hate to because I, I could continue this conversation on another like hour and a half. But uh, mm-hmm. life and work and all that other stuff cause. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. I uh, I do apologize, everyone, for not doing the cocktail lounge this past week. Uh, I had a, my mom was in town. So there was just it was. You know, it was either ask mom to sit in the other room for like three and a half hours or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, that's just not going to work. So, uh, so yeah, so sorry. Hopefully this week I will get it up and running. I am starting a new job, so I'm not entirely yeah. sure what my new schedule is going to be just yet. But hopefully it will be a cocktail lounge this week. Um, and I just gave Vigilante Williamson admin privileges on this channel. So if I can't do it, maybe Vig can. I don't know. Yeah, maybe I'll, I'll try to host if I, uh, he can't. Um, and since you did, uh, I'm not, I, I hate the term Illuminati cause it, 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 it just totally like makes it whatever you say childish. I don't necessarily know that there's necessarily always one group doing everything, but there's a lot of shit that happens behind the shadows and a lot of shit that happens behind the scenes. And Hey, there are people that adhere to, to wacky religions that maybe you don't believe, but they are serious about it. So, yeah, I don't think it's crazy at all. I yeah. mean, just anyway, we could, we're starting a whole new conversation. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. thank you, everyone, for watching. Uh, please press like if you have not. Uh, subscribe. Click thank the you. belly bell uh, to get the little dingy notifications when YouTube's so kind enough to send them out. Um, <laughs> we'd really appreciate that. Uh, and also, we're on on all podcast platforms. So anywhere you can get podcasts, you can get us. And if you can go to iTunes, give us a five-star review so that this show gets promoted. Tell your friends. Yes. Share it with the world. We're, try- we're trying our best here. Hope you guys like it. Yes. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And uh, I'm with Pirate Queen. Congrats on a new job. You deserve it. Uh, Thank you. It sounds like it's going to be much more lucrative than my current position. So well, hopefully that's positive. the case. Yes. Yes. More money. More money to fight culture crime. There we go. There we go. Absolutely. All right, guys. Thank you so much for watching. Everyone who was here, you guys are wonderful, beautiful, amazing people. And we will see you all uh, next week. Peace. Peace.